Hello, everybody, and welcome to the D-Pad Cafe, where we are just figuring it out right now. I am Dr. Sean, and with me I have Cube Slayer. Hey. Um, so, this is kind of a new um, thing that we're doing. We're, we're trying something new. We're starting a new channel, and we're pulling our content together, because we can. <laughs> um... Mm -hmm. And this is, this is going to be, like, uh, hopefully a consistent podcast where we we just talk about stuff. The podcast isn't the huge main focus of the channel, but I think it's going to be a lot of smaller projects. And oh. I think Cube has more of an understanding of what he wants to do with the po what he wants to do in video content. So I'm going to let yeah. him explain. Well, first, the podcast is kind of where we just kind of come together. I don't think you'll see much of either of us on the other person's videos but um we sat down and decided that hey we had a lot of good ideas over the years we had a short little podcast that we called untinted i'm deciding to take that a different direction and start doing that with video games so over on my twitch channel you may notice once in a while i'm playing something that's untinted and then the title of the game what i'm going to be doing is playing older critically acclaimed games i'm thinking either rated about an eight or if it's a five scale like a three and a half to four or higher playing through them on twitch then recording a short little maybe 20 minute video about my impressions of them whether or not they hold up whether or not people that think those games are good are looking at them with rose tinted glasses hence the name untinted the other thing i'll be doing is a series that I've recorded a few and put them up on my YouTube channel. I'll be migrating those over to the D-Pad Cafe channel uh, called After 30. The idea behind this came when I was trying to find a lot of reviews on games online that were more than just, oh, I played it for 15 minutes. Here's my opinion. I wanted to know how long these people spent on the game. So I'm committing to spending at least 30 hours on a game, 30 hours or beat it. If I beat the game and there's no like side content or extra multiplayer stuff, that's my 30 right there. I'll record the video and upload it. But those you probably won't see on Twitch. You're not going to really see me playing those live. Those are mostly going to be me just playing those on my own time. But the untinted stuff will definitely be up there on my Twitch channel. And all the links to our Twitch channels and our Twitch archive uh, uh, YouTube channels will all be in the description. They'll probably pop up on screen. Yeah. Oh, and I will be uploading the VODs of the untinted stream. Or the uh, after 30 streams, rather. Yeah, Um. so I think that I will probably be doing some of those uh, 30, uh, after 30s, because there are some games that I'm a fan of that Cube may not be a fan of, and I want to have a broad uh, representation of video games. Um, and so we, this is where we get into the like collaborative things because I may put out a uh, after thirty, Cube may put out an after thirty, or we may do one together. Um, so if we have a a game that we have both put 30 hours into and we both think we have uh, a different viewpoint of the game, we may do it together and talk about the game and everything. 
but it'll all be the same format and everything. So it'll still be an after 30 just with both of us talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, right. One, one of the things that I want to do is um, I want to talk about video games and just some of the little things that irritate me. Because there are a lot of things in the video game community that irritate me. And I think I want to talk about them. And some of them may surprise you because they may not be the classic quintessential like loot boxes are bad. Like we, we've all heard that. I want to get into some of the topics that don't normally get talked about. Like sometimes even the video game community. <laughs> so yeah. I, I'm going to put those out and those will be shorter videos where I'm talking about a specific topic that just kind of just it's a gripe of mine hence the title game gripes and no i didn't think of that because of game grumps because everybody is going to make that correlation so you you got anything else uh that's everything i'm going to be putting out at least for now i may yeah. do some more later i've got i've started writing down some game ideas that i want to cover uh, just need to record some. First one I'll be putting up is probably the Valheim After 30 that I recorded, but that's sitting in limbo on my channel right now, so I just need to upload it to the proper one. Um, but I know you want to talk about WandaVision, I'm sure. Oh, there are so many things I want to talk about WandaVision for. So, Cube has not watched WandaVision, and um, he he is not... Probably not going to watch it until later. Um, which is fine. Because I, I do think that now that the full thing is out, that it is a um, a good bingeable show. I think it... It's, it seems best binged. Yes. And now that I have watched all of it, I felt that I may need it to have waited and binged it all. But... It was nice to have one of those things again because in the age of streaming, you don't get a lot of shows that come out on a weekly basis to where you're excited for. Like, that was a a really nice experience to have again because, like, most of the time, I know Netflix did a bunch of shows where it's like, here's season two and I watch it all and I'm like, okay, I'm done. What do I do now? But, like, watching WandaVision, I was like, Oh shit! Every Friday, I'm excited and I'm gonna watch it. Or every Friday at 3 a.m. while I'm sitting at work, I pull out my phone <laughs> and watch it, and hope to God that Disney Plus isn't down because they have every Friday there has been somebody that's like, "Yeah, I couldn't get in. It was broke." Must be. Oh, it's because too many people are watching Wandavision. It's the most popular t- television show out right now. It's so popular. Um, but my two biggest gripes of that show um, is, one, uh, the guy that plays Vision, um, I don't remember his name. I'm horrible with names. Um, I have no idea. He looks like a dork. Hey, he was um, in the Da Vinci Code, beating Man. himself with a whip. I loved him in that. I loved it. That was a good character in that, yeah. Such a good character and such a um 
interesting story for a, a character that is literally just the muscle. Like, you see his entire arc in a very interesting light. But so, so he made a comment about there being a cameo that nobody spoiled. And he says, uh, keep an eye out and everything and like builds it up. And he, then everybody's like, oh, it's you. It's literally yourself. You're the cameo. Because <laughs> in the show, there is Hex Vision and White Vision. And I'm like, hmm. I don't like that. That that was that was irritating. But like stepping back as a uh, a movie guy because I love all movie stuff. I've loved the behind the scenes and everything. And as somebody that is uh, a Joker themselves, it was funny. Yeah. Now the other thing that irritated me and I'm I'm sure that they will learn from this because yes this is not just a show for the extreme fans this is a show for the general pub public but they used Evan Peters the Fox's universe uh Quicksilver to play um Wanda's fake brother and spoiler alert for the newest episode. Um, yeah, he's uh, Ralph Boner. Which oh, Ralph Boner. Uh, the, the Ralph Boner joke, I was like, that's funny. But I think when, when the show, and I was listening to a, uh, another podcast, and they were talking about, as soon as the fans started to speculate about... Evan Peters being there. They should have cut that scene. They should have cut Ralph Boner out of it and fixed it later. Because that scene with Ralph Boner did not need to be a thing. They could have said, oh shit, we underestimated how fans are going to react to this. Let's cut that and fix that later on down the road. I'm sure they did test screenings too. Well, they have to. I mean, uh, most most companies do. But I don't know if they did because, I mean, the MCU is a big deal and they're trying to keep ahead of, like, leaks and spoilers. Like, they're, they're adamant. Like, from what I understand, like, if you are an extra on any of the MCU things, like, the DMCAs are... Oh, my God. Well, they kind of have to be because, yeah. Like like people don't shut the fuck up about stuff. <laughs> I mean, if you look at Reddit and 4chan, the entirety of most of the script even with all this like legal action still gets out there. But also there's a massive majority of it that it's just um rumor, speculation and fan theory all wrapped into one. Like there was a fan theory that um, Wanda created, um, Hex, uh, Quicksilver, and Agatha saw this happening, and she's like, I'm gonna use this, but it turns out he's just Ralph Boner. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong, this guy being an actor 
and his name being Ralph Boner is hilarious. I wonder if that's why Kevin Smith was crying at the end of that episode. No, Kevin Smith. Tears of, tears of laughter at Ralph Boner. And Kevin like, Smith. I could have done this. Kevin Smith <laughs> was crying because at the. Uh, let's uh, push all the negative away. The ending of this show was amazing. Um, I wrote this shit on my toilet. How much do you think Clerks was written on his toilet? All of it. All of, all it? of it. You yeah. think all no, of he, it? He, uh, I don't remember if it was Clerks, but one of them, I want to say it was Clerks 2. He said he wrote like 90% of it like while taking a shit. Like he just kept a notebook in the bathroom, and when he was pooping, he wrote Clerks 2. You think he wrote Tusk on the toilet on toilet paper that he'd already shit on? Probably. I still haven't seen it, but he, he trashes it a lot, too. He doesn't like it. And he doesn't like yoga hosers, either. He liked it at first. I like yoga hosers. I find it funny. I find it that funny. it pisses off Canadians, so I, that's really funny to me. I find it funny, but it's not funny like most of Kevin's other work. Yeah, it's not the same kind of funny. It's... Yeah. I don't know. It feels weird. Yeah. But anyway, so... WandaVision ended perfectly because of two two reasons. Number one, Wanda is definitely going to be a major, major deal in the MCU moving forward. And this, because she's got the Darkhold, which is a book written by a demon um, and uh, gives her her powers, which is a nod to how she gets the powers in the comic book. Because the demon that wrote the Darkhold is the one that cursed Wanda with her powers. Um, so I'm wondering if they're doing it on purpose because, like, everything, even in the major movies, is slowly moving more and more towards magic. And I assume they're doing it on purpose because yes. nothing is done in this. No one sneezes on set without it being planned ahead of time. Well, see, but... here is the problem with the Scarlet Witch before the MCU owned uh, X Men again, they could not refer to her as the Scarlet Witch or. Right. She, yeah. Her powers could not be chaos magic, but now that they have it, they're going to. Well, so, I'm not even talking about the Scarlet Witch so much. I'm talking about like Doctor Strange and yeah. stuff. Like he's been oh, in yeah. ship before, but it's always been like he's just the the side character that shows up. Yeah, he does magic, but that's just his thing. We're here for Captain America, not for uh, the Phase him. Four, which I think this is. Yeah, this is Phase Four is going to be mystical. Because we also have Chang Lee, um, the um, martial arts guy that deals with the Mandarin, which the Mandarin has the ten, ten rings of power. Wasn't the Mandarin the guy from Heroes? Nah, I, I could have sworn that was the villain in Heroes. Everyone was always talking about the Mandarin. Everywhere he went, one of the heroes like exploded. I don't know. I didn't watch Heroes. Um, but so we have we have a lot of mystical stuff. We have Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which is going to explore more of the multiverse and magic because Wanda's going to be in it too. So I I th this whole area is going to be very mystical heavy. Um, I even think that 
Thor, a love and thunder is going to lean into a little bit more magic than they have been. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think that they're going to call back, um, that in Thor, in the first Thor, he explained how, uh, our science is, uh, Asgard's magic. And so there's going to be a, there's going to be a, a beautiful medley between the tech and the magic. And I think they're going to be able to coincide. But here's, I, here's, here's what I think is going to end up happening. There's going to be a scene where some character, I don't know which character it is, he's going to sit there. He's going to look at the character who's confused as to how Asgard has magic and we have technology. He's going to look at them. He's going to look right into the camera and go, any sufficiently advanced technology is magic to an unsophisticated race. Yeah, I can see that. That's, I can see that, and it's going to upset me. That's the Because a lot of people, every time someone uses that quote, everyone's going to go, oh, that's from Marvel Movie Blog. No. Oh, yeah. It's from fucking Star Trek. Yeah, that's... Actually, I think it's technically from Aristotle or some shit. What but... if, what if, what if Marvel... Just says, you d when he says that, like it's gonna be somebody that don't doesn't normally say anything prolific, and they're gonna be like, you stole that from like, Star Trek. They're gonna reference like the, that. Uh, the guy from uh, uh, who's the uh, idiot that's on the Ant Man? No, Galaxy. Oh, People. um, yeah, but he can't reference Alden it. He Green. wasn't. Bald and green? Uh, he, he's not super green. Um, that's Dave Batista. That's um. Oh, is that Batista? Yeah, that's Clark Batista. Guy. I thought it was Batista. Also, that clerk, that quote is from Arthur C. Clarke. Yes. So. Um, I they they reference Back to the Future in Endgame, and yeah. Ant Man's the one that brings it up. I could see him bringing that quote up, and them being like, "That's Star Trek," and that being it. So. So I I could deal with that as long or as shut they up reference card or something like that. Yeah, shut up, Kirk. Um, but I just yeah, there's this this version of the MCU that we're moving into is gonna be very magic heavy, especially when we get into um, Doctor Strange and Chang Lee and all these other mystics of the MCU. Um, Iron also, Fist. Right? I don't know if we're going to get Iron Fist this early. They do own the rights to it, so they hey, they could. They had a show. It had a show, but I I have a sneaky suspicion. failed miserably. <laughs> I have a sneaky <laughs> suspicion that those shows are going to be kind of done. I think those some of them are going to be done. I know a lot of people really, really liked Arrow. A lot of that's DC. Yeah, well, that's not Marvel. There we um, go. I think that, um, I think that Deadpool. I knew that too. Deadpool has, or not Deadpool, but fucking um, Daredevil has a really good chance of coming into the MCU because they everybody loved that actor, and the guy that played Kingpin is really pushing for it, and he's a really good actor and really like. People listen to him when he talks, and he—I think he's the best version of Kingpin we've ever had. Um, 
So like, I, uh, I could really, see really big fat kingpin from Spider Man. Are you talking animated? Yeah. I yeah, but I'm talking about live action. Okay. He's the best live action kingpin we've had, which we've only had two. Yeah, I think we've only had two. But I could see them bringing them back, but I do not think they bring any of the other uh, Netflix MCU Marvel characters. I, th- I you, see... Uh, Dare- you type in Kingpin, it comes up with the movie <clears throat> the character. Oh. <laughs> I see us getting Daredevil, Kingpin, and Daredevil's friend. I can't remember his name. But I don't see us getting any of the other characters. Maybe Luke Cage... But I don't think Jessica Jones or Iron Fist get in. Um, and they'll explain that away somehow. Um, but it's the white guy playing Kingpin right now, right? Yes. It's the guy that played in um, one of those detective shows. I can't remember what the I, name of it. I, I know who was a better person. Hold on, I gotta find his name now. But go on, I... You talking about live action Kingpin or anime? Yeah, yeah. You talking about the black guy that was in Green Mile? Yeah. I don't. I don't think he was a good Kingpin. I think he was a decent Kingpin, but I don't I think, think he's that his... man could play Spider Man and be a good actor. <laughs> that the, uh, I don't remember his name. Also, he has since passed away. Yeah, no. which is sad because I. Oh my God, Green Mile! I cry every time. Oh yeah, Green Mile's a freaking great movie. I when when he when he puts on the hood, and mm-hmm. he says, "Don't put me in the dark, boss," and I just bawl like a baby. Mm-hmm. Just it's just so visceral. It's yep. such a good he. You feel everything he does in that. Yep. Um. And Tom Hanks, another beautiful. Uh, character that he plays in that um well let's not forget the villain either he does a good job too oh yeah the, everybody in that movie does an amazing job that that movie is it, it i have a feeling that that movie will be a movie that people will remember forever um i don't know because people don't talk about it anymore like 10 years ago people would talk about it constantly because it was on TV all the time. But yes, nowadays, buddy. no one watches TV, so no but one ever sees ma- that movie anymore. But how many times have you brought up Green Mile and somebody said, I don't like that movie? I don't bring it up that often, so I don't know. But still, I've never had an experience. I, I bring it up every once in a while because uh, I've been in one of the houses from the movie. Yeah. You just so. like bringing attention to yourself. Like, hey, well, I was maybe. in a place in the. Be like, hey, I live very close to where the opening scenes to. Uh, shit, what's the name of that damn movie? Oh, fucking uh, Hunger Games. Yeah. Yes. I'm close to that. Never been there, but I live close to it. That's just because we live close to more it. More importantly, we live within thirty minutes of the opening shots to Heavyweights. We also and the camp. We also live uh, close to the place where they shot Dirty Dancing, Dancing with Wolves, and the Super Mario movie. Oh, I forgot the Super Mario movie was nearby. Yeah, so like we live in um, uh, B-rated um, Hollywood. Yeah, pretty much early '90s Hollywood. 
So yeah. I've got a couple other things I want to talk about here. What do you want to talk about? First thing, fucking PlayStation Plus. Holy shit. Yeah, so, I, I didn't look. What what we got this week? On PlayStation Plus, it's... Double check. Because I want to put these out in a particular order. Because I've got one I want to save for last. Uh, it was some space game that I don't remember. Here we go. Probably faster. All right, so we've got on PlayStation Five Destruction All Stars, which is that battle royale, uh, Rocket League type game. Yeah, I don't know much about it. I haven't looked into it. Uh, Farpoint, which is a PlayStation VR game in space. I don't know much about that. Remnant from the Ashes is the other one on PlayStation 4. Now, that's the third time I own that fucking game, and I haven't bought it ever. Yeah, I... No, I bought it once. I bought it on Xbox. Yeah, because that's where we played it the first time. Yeah, and then Epic gave it to us, and now PlayStation Plus. But here's the one that really gets me, and I'm excited for, because I'm going to play it. Final Fantasy VII Remake. That game just came out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, let me get the date on that. When did that come out? That was April 10th, 2020. Less than a year ago, and it's already free on PlayStation 4 and 5. Now, there's a bit more to this one. Yeah. Uh, so, the version that you get for free is not the PlayStation 5 version. It's the PlayStation 4 version. Right, it's the PS4 version. So you won't but be able to get that DLC if you're on PlayStation 5. You can get the PS4's DLC okay. on your PlayStation 5. So, the only difference is just resolution. Well, uh, from what I understand, there's a full-fledged PlayStation 5 version DLC that will not come to the PlayStation 4 version. I haven't heard anything about that. Yeah, from what I understand, there's going to be... Um, let me... The one thing I know that's going on is... Oh, here we go. PlayStation Plus members who redeem Final Fantasy VII Remake PS4 version as a PlayStation Plus benefit are not eligible for the free PlayStation 5 upgrade. But if you've purchased Final Fantasy VII Remake on your PS4 and you get a PS5, you get a free upgrade to... Yeah. The PS5 version. Final Fantasy VII Remake's Yuffie DLC is exclusive to PlayStation 5. Um, Final okay. Fantasy VII Remake, new Yuffie Story DLC, is in, uh, exclusive to the PlayStation 5 version of the game. Um, yeah, it looks like the PlayStation 4 version will not have access to this DLC, which I think is the first of this, like, like generation item too. Yeah, it's a generation gap that I don't think we've had before. Like usually it's, the DLC happens for both. It's a deliberate <laughs> gap too. It's not even like, oh the PS4 couldn't handle it. No, it's that there, there is no reason that they can't have it's I wonder if it's uh boosting sales for the PlayStation 4. Or See, the what PlayStation I'm figuring 5? they're going to do is they're going to 
not put out the second part of the game on PS4 at all. Oh Partly yeah, this is going to be two parts. Years. It's more than two parts, if I remember right. I think it's like three or four. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Apparently they did a good job where they ended it. But... Yeah. Well, the... I... Oh, go ahead. I think that this is... I don't think that this is going to be like a, a deal breaker for people. Because... Oh, it's not for me. It's free. <laughs> number one, number one, the 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 beginning game is free, but I do think it's kind of a a kind of a shitty move to um, release a DLC for one game and not for an, uh, one generation and not for the other. Like I get it, but Just Dance was still coming out for the Wii. Right, but there was also a reason for that. There was yeah. a demographic for it especially for the Wii and I think that there will be some backlash in a couple of years from that yeah, maybe not COVID may have killed all those people <laughs> oh, that's it's sad dark. but it's true yes. um, the next thing I wanted to mention is uh, have you heard of Blazeball or Blazeball no I have not also our, uh, our calendar on this fucking screen has been off so it's saying Adder Day Ooh. So I have a good day. I had to move it. Um no so, I have not heard of that. You've never heard of Blazeball. Okay. So Blazeball is an online game that's kind of baseball, but not it I don't I gotta look into it more and figure out what's going on. But apparently there's been like teams in the roster like ascending to higher planes and getting killed off or that it's it's weird you should check it out i recommend everyone check it out they've got a team called uh the uh where'd my teams go where are my team wait there we are right now the top two teams are the garages and the tigers the well. here we go the mexico city wild wings the hellmouth sunbeams Seattle Garages, Hawaii Fridays, Charleston Shoe Thieves, New oh, York Millennials, funny. Philly Pies, Hades Tigers, Chicago Firefighters. So these are all like player created teams. No, these are all uh, DM created teams, like oh. Dungeon Master created teams. What you do is you go in, you pick your team, and you place bets. On who's going to win. Oh, it's fantasy football. The, kind of. You read the news feed, and sometimes it'll be mostly a normal game. But other times it'll be like, oh, robot gets up, hits the ball, and kills the pitcher. I'm going to have to look into that, because that you sounds should. interesting. There's a team called the Core Mechanics. The Ohio uh, Worms. Baltimore funny. Crabs. Where's mine? Ah, here we are. The Canada Moist Talkers. Oh, moist. That's, that's my team. Okay. But I yeah, wanted I wanted to mention to... that because it's back. It was down for a while. Yeah. Uh, but it is back now. The new season's up. It's still in beta, so I don't know if the season's almost over or what's going on, but people seem to love it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, next thing is uh, some sad news, but inevitable due to COVID. 
the Super Mario Bros. Uh, park in Florida has been delayed until 2025. Oh. Yeah. I, so I knew I, I heard some, like, information and stuff about that, but, like, to be honest, I will probably never go to it. I probably won't either, just because Florida. But... Money is my biggest thing. That's a oh, yeah, that big too. chunk of change to throw at something like that. The one, like, even Disney. Like, I'm not really big on going to, like, Disney World or Disneyland or anything like that. The one I am uh, wanting to go to eventually is fucking the Harry Potter uh, thing. I, I Yeah, which is just uh, Universal, which I want to say the Mario theme park was in Universal. Well, if it's there, I'll stop by. I um, think that's where. It so I want to talk about um some some games coming out. Um, mostly, uh, the games we're excited for. Um, also, I want to talk about something else. So, the Minecraft Dungeons Arcade. No, it's not. Oh, um, that's a thing. Is it? Is Giant that... arcade cabinet that runs Minecraft Dungeons. Yeah. So I could just uh, build one myself and put my Switch in it and play it that way? Oh, Mojang's actually making this to be put into arcades. Oh. That sounds like a dumb thing to do right now. Well, it makes me think. Where are they finding the, these arcades? A bigger cities. Even there, they're dying. Well, yeah. Um. So the game I want to talk about is Apex Legends. So you and me hopped back into it yesterday with a couple matches. Um, it's coming to Switch Monday. Yeah. Um, uh, I watched five minutes of, like, the Nintendo, like, quick tips thing. Uh, within the first five minutes, I heard, oh, yeah, we put in, uh, gyro controls. And one of the Nintendo hosts going, I love that. That's wonderful. And I turned it off. Okay, so here, here's my counterpoint to that. Um, I don't remember what game it was. No. I think it was... Warframe? I think it might have been Warframe. I don't remember if it had it on the... I well, know Warframe's on Switch, but I don't remember if it had gyroscope. Well, see, what it did was, I think the probably the best way I've seen gyroscope... It may not have been Warframe, it may have been something else I was playing. But anyway, the game I was playing had assisted gyro controls is what I would call them. So you um, are going to aim, and you use the stick to aim, but for those little tiny, like, hair move amounts that you have to calculate for right there, when you're playing in uh, docked mode or you've got a controller that has that gyroscope, it's much easier to just tilt the controller just slightly and it's almost like an aim assisting feature because what you're doing is instead of having to get that pinpoint accuracy with the thumbstick which I don't care what thumbstick you're using you never get uh, that accurate movement you do with like a mouse um, having that extra little bit of I'm just going to tweak my controller a little bit and you could also adjust the sensitivity in the game I was playing. Um, 
it was nice. And if that's what they've done with Apex Legends, that definitely gives it balances out the advantage that everybody else is going to have against the Switch. Because I don't care who you are, the Switch is not a competitive console game. Well, um, unless you're playing Smash. Unless you're playing Smash or unless you're playing uh, a game specifically designed for Switch. Um, for like these fast-paced shooters, I think it's going to be harder. And if they've added a, a, a feature like that, I think it's going to be fine. Plus, there are some people that don't mind the gyro controls. They're some crazy, but... Um, I, I'm going to try it out. I, I think that's going to be one of my... Uh, first smaller reviews because I think there's going to be some games that I um, just do small reviews on um, and that I think that's going to be one of my first ones I want to download it play a couple matches see how it plays I want to test the cross play with it um, I am hoping that with this launch of uh, the switch that we do get cross progression because I think that is the thing that really is um Stopping a lot of people from picking it up on these other consoles and playing it on these other consoles. Um, but if they add cross progression, then I'm definitely using it because then I can have all my stuff I've unlocked and paid for on my Switch. Yeah, and on the go. And on the go. Um, but another game I know both of us want to talk about um, is Monster Hunter Rise. Yeah. So, this will actually be my first Monster Hunter. Um, I played a little bit of the Monster Hunter that's on Xbox One. Yeah, World. Uh, World. Um, But, as you don't play it on there, and nobody else plays it on there, I don't think I've gotten the full experience. Also, I did not play a lot of. I think I may have played an hour of it. Yeah, you need to play more. Um... But Monster Hunter Rise is going to be coming out the 25th of this month. And it is going to be on Switch. And I think they said, what, a year? And then it comes out on PC? What I've been hearing is a year. Um, If they do the cross-progression with that, then great. Because then it's like... They won't. They won't? That sucks. They didn't with World. Um... When I started over again, because I was playing uh, World on PS4, mm-hmm. and I put almost 500 hours in on PS4, yeah, and then swapped over to PC, yeah, to start, start playing on there. And where is? And I put 98 hours into it on PC. I think that maybe rise with it just being a switch and pc from what we're hearing uh because i haven't heard anything about it coming to xbox or um playstation because they would all drop at the same time if they were um i could see them doing cross progression with this since it's such a closed uh since it's such a small ecosystem with just switch and pc or like this being the first game that they dabble in, since it's technically a a side game, not a main title. I really think that this could be a game that they uh, test the waters with cross progression with. Um, Maybe if they do it, we'll we'll see. 
Um, and then also the 25th is a game that I know you and me will probably play through um, eventually is uh, It Takes Two. Yeah, I've heard good things. I, I have too. I've seen the art style. It's beautiful. It sounds really funny and everything. And I'm I'm interested to try it, but we have uh, another game from that company that we'll eventually play through before we do that one. Um, but I think that's all for the games coming out this month that I really want to talk about because I don't. I th- think that's it. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking at the release calendar. Yakuza Six comes out for PC. What does? Um, Yakuza 6. Oh, okay. Makes um, sense. I need to get the rest of those. I beat Kiwami 2? They're all on Game Pass. I need to get them, <laughs> is what I said, not play them. Um, so those games, are, those cases are freaking pretty. I know I've oh, shown yeah. you the oh, steel yeah. case those, for those are, those Zero and cases. Kiwami. I Actually, think, I think I only have the steel for Zero. I think I after that... Kiwami. I think after those two games, the next game that I'm excited about, um, fucking Pokemon Snap. Yeah, that's coming soon. So excited. Um, like, I've been, like, when they announced the Wii U, I said, they're gonna re-release, they're gonna either re-release or make a Pokemon Snap 2, and they didn't, and I said, you guys had the perfect thing for that because you guys even in the advertisement showed that the camera and the gamepad can interact with the television. You guys did nothing with that. <laughs> and now they're doing new Pokemon Snap on the Switch, which I'm like, yes, please. Yeah. Yes, please. Um, but there's really not a, a ton of like big titles coming out. Um, I think the next title that I would consider big is probably uh, the new Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not holding my breath because that could all be delayed. Um, but um, yeah, we'll I, def- I definitely have to say that um, PlayStation wins the free games for the month because on Xbox it's Warface Breakout Dandara, Tales of Fear Edition, and Metal Slug 3. Yeah, Metal Slug 3's not bad. Yeah, but that's not fucking the Final Fantasy remake. No, it's not. That apparently, it's a really good remake. I'll probably play it at some point and try it out. But um, There is a free a game that I claimed on um, Steam. Uh, that you may want to pick up and the other people the legend of Carl um it is a uh, hack and slash oh um it it looks interesting it looks like a kind of a cool 2d uh a 2.5d side scrolling hack and slash hmm. um as of right now black forest online is black desert online is still free um, I own it, and I've played enough of it. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, you played a good bit there for a while. Every time I got on Discord, you were playing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I did want to point out something today about another movie. Um, I rewatched um Logan. 
Mm-hmm. And I watched it in the black and white version. Mm-hmm. That the black and white version takes absolutely nothing away from that movie. No, and that was the it's, point of the black and white. It was so good. It was so good. And that movie, the things that it does. That's a, that's another movie I cry at the end every time. Um, I I think it's a a, a point of nostalgia and knowing how good of a character Wolverine has been and Hugh Jackman has portrayed that character and Patrick Stewart has played Charles Xavier so well and those those are the because as a child of the 90s I remember growing up watching the animated series and when the first X-Men movie dropped I was like oh my god I have to watch this and I watched it, and I loved it, and they did so good. And it it was almost to a point like those movies and those characters aged with me because there was a point where the PG-13 uh, rulings got changed, and so they could be a little more gruesome. And then the movie that Logan came out, and I'm an adult, and it's rated R, and it is so good. Um, and so it was. It was kind. It was. It was very much like the closing of a good book at the end. Like if I never see um, Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart as those characters again, that's fine. They left on the best note they could have, and I think that's actually why Kevin Feige has not been able to convince the two of them to come back because he has tried. Yeah, and they were just kind of done. I think I think Patrick coming back is a better chance than Hugh Jackman. Um, Patrick Stewart, I mean, his character was not that physically demanding, but Hugh Jackman's character, like, you can't look like that forever. <laughs> no. Also, he loves doing musicals. Patrick Stewart can look like that forever, though. He does. <laughs> <laughs> Like, he looked worse in the movie than he does on a regular basis. Yeah. Like, they had to make him look old and decrepit. Also, he lost a bunch of weight for that. Mm -hmm. So, the scenes where he, where Logan is carrying uh, Xavier, that's literally Hugh Jackman carrying Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Because he lost, like, 40 pounds for that role not bad That's no yeah it, it was amazing and just it was so good so well done um i do hope they bring the the kids back in some capacity because those characters um need to be explored or at least the character um laura x23 um she is She's a good character, and we could we could wiggle her into the MCU, and it not be a big deal. Um, but I think. Do you have anything else you want to add to this think, or promote? I or think anything? that's all I've got. Like, uh, I'll be streaming on Twitch here soon. I'm probably gonna try to do more uh, Lego Harry Potter today to get that done. I think once oh. once that's done, I'll start Untinted. Yeah. And then when I start Harry Potter 7 through 8, 
or seven through whatever. Yeah. Five through seven? Whatever the next one is. When I start that one, I'll just do that as a side thing on my own and just okay. keep doing the untinted. But right yeah. now I want to get the first one done because I'm sick and tired of that game. I want to move on, but I want 100% it first. Yeah, that's... that's 100%ing a game is... It's a feat. Like, right now I'm 100%ing uh, Super Mario 3D World mm-hmm. before I start Bowser's Fury. Um, and from what I understand, a lot of people are saying that Bowser's Fury could have been its own game. That's and, what a lot of and, people are saying. And worth the $60 price tag. So, I'm I don't ex- know about that part, but... I've heard that from a lot of people, and a lot of people that normally would not say that. Um, but I'm I'm really excited to get into that, but I want 100% 3D World before. Yeah. Um, but I'm close. I'm close. But, but this has been the D-Pad Cafe, our podcast where we talk about whatever the hell we want. Yeah, um, real chill, real laid back. Yeah, we will be um, doing this more often, trying to uh, do at least about this time length of a podcast. Um, just once real, a week. Ch- real chill. Yeah, probably once a week, because we, we can commit to this amount of time once a week. Um, yeah. The only thing is we're we're still working on schedule and when we can record and everything and things are kind of up in the air right now so content will be coming as it as we can get it out um, as it comes it'll come yeah and we will uh be Just like follow us on Twitter we'll be tweeting yeah follow us on Twitter sure. Instagram then all these links will be in there um. Our Twitches, our personal YouTube channels, and everything. Those will all be in the description. But I have been Dr. Sean, and with me, as always, has been... Deep Slayer. And we will see you guys in the next episode of the D-Pad Cafe.